Welcome to Church and Other Drugs. My name's What's Jed. What's going down? Not, I'm Jay. Y'all still don't know how awkward it is to intro like your it's your own show. I want to like <laughs> welcome to Church and Other Drugs. I, is it weird that I don't think it's awkward at all? I guess maybe I'm just way too. Uh, I was like a, a variety show host in another life or something. Welcome to Church and Other Drugs. <laughs> we have we have a juggling dog. <laughs> Uh, yeah. my name's Jed. I'm Jay. I think we already said that, but that's cool. My name's Jed. <laughs> we fucking know your name. <laughs> um, we got an email. I'm gonna read this one off dump. This is like live. We got this right now. So I don't even know yeah. what it says. It could be bad. That's a lie. You gotta be honest with our congregation, that's, man. That's true. Okay. I congregation, I just lied to you. I, I read it in advance. <laughs> <laughs> I made that up. For ratings. Yeah. It was a ratings push. Forgive me. I hope um, we can. This is it. from our man, Scott C., who we got to meet up with, our first fan meetup. Scott, what's up, buddy? What's going on, Scott? Dude, Scott's. we're going to have him on. But this is what Scott says. What's up, guys? Just wanted to say I really like the new, quote, bonus episode, end quote. The dudes at Godspeed have a cool thing going on. If you haven't heard, that was the episode we did with... Uh, the dudes from the Godspeed podcast. It's really nice to know that others are. There are others searching out there. I remember the exact moment when I found out that some of the stuff my parents taught me was wrong, and that my God is not one of shaming. Amen to that. Your podcast has truly helped me over the last couple days as I search for what I believe about Christ. Keep it up, Scott. Thank you, Thanks, buddy. Scott, that is. You keep, yeah, keep up your search, dude. Like really. Yes. Yes, that's the most important thing. That's still, you know, me and Jay, like, I guess we assumed this would kind of just be, like, for laughs. I don't know. We definitely thought we were just going to get on here and, like, fuck off. Yeah, but now, like, now that I've gotten a taste of, like, doing something good for the world, I kind of like it. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're getting, like, some emails that we haven't felt comfortable with really sharing on air, but, like um keep emailing us guys and and we obviously we've been sober for a little while right and we want to help people too so if you uh you know just want to email do that do it church and other drugs at gmail.com um ah, speaking oh. of helping people okay i got something I just got next that. you go uh Paper, rock, i just watched okay live on air go Paper, rock, scissors, shoot. Ah, Damn it. Rock, okay. beat, rock beat, scissors. For y'all oh, yeah, they see. can't see that. I So I just got back from a meeting of uh, a 12-step recovery program that I attend. It was my home group. And um, what, there's what, this what's newcomer. A, what's a home group? People don't know what a home group is. Oh, right. It's a meeting that I go to that, like, I'm involved in service. And, like, that's my go-to meeting. It's like a your church it's like a community, right? So like I go to this meeting all the time and so I know mo like most people there. Okay. Um, right? Right. So same idea. Um, so there's this new girl. She's like, I don't know, a week fucking sober or something. And now we're at a beginner's meeting in there. Um, and part of the intro to the beginner's meeting is, you know, we encourage newcomers to speak up and ask questions. And this is the place, like this is the format to do that. Please feel comfortable to do that if you're new at this particular meeting. Yeah, um, that, that's nerve-wrecking, dude. 
being new. Oh, if you're oh, new, my God. not knowing anything and like being ultra raw and like, fuck, I never want to do that again. By the no, beach. no. Beach. Yeah, I mean, just people out there, uh, just imagine being, you're just trying to get sober and you walk into a room full of strangers and you're supposed to like bear your soul like for it's everyone. just like church actually it is. well yeah okay yeah there's, exactly there's just imagine if like, you're at church but you just had to stand up and be like hello these something. are my worst sins what's up with you <laughs> <laughs> no but here's the thing is like we use the like this crazy jargon that you have no idea what they're talking about just like christianese oh yeah, yeah. and like there's this all this like stuff that we do we give out like we we say a certain prayer at a certain time and then like there's this guy up front talks for a little bit and then other people talk and then we give out tokens and there's a, it's similar to church, man. It is. Okay. So, um, so she spoke up. So she spoke up and was like, Hey, I'm having a really hard time, uh, with complacency. Like there's these actions that we take, um, to stay sober, prayer, calling our sponsor, going to meetings, working the steps, like there's stuff that we do. And she's like, I just don't, I don't really feel like doing it. Right. And right, that, right and on, I think, sister. Yeah. And so she said, you know, what do you guys do? How do you guys motivate yourself um, to to do those things? Because I know I have to do those things to stay sober. And so people go around and they talk about this and that and the other thing. And um, and then this fucking guy turns to her and is pretty much I'm going to like the, the dude that um, led the meeting. No. Different. Yeah. This different guy like on her same row, though. Oh, right? okay. So like okay. five turns to her and is like, this is a life and death disease. I can't believe. Yeah, 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 da, 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 da. And like starts laying into her in the middle of this meeting. Dude, fuck that guy, fuck that. dude. Like, what? How old Girl, is he? Help. He's old as fuck, dude. That's, that's the stuff. That's the stuff where people will leave and die. Like straight <laughs> up, dude. And <laughs> never come back and say, fuck that place where they just make fun of me i'm like raising my hand like trying to shout at the at the leader who's leading the meeting the chairperson to tell him to tell him to tell this guy to shut the fuck up yo because that's not cool yo your pit stains are disgusting like that oh my god dude i I wish this this was on video that is like ebola-esque (laughs) <laughs> I think I've had this under undershirt since I right, put it away. Put it away. I don't want to see it. Okay. So I'm raising my hand. God. Right? <laughs> Maybe that's why you didn't get caught on, you sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing another shirt on top of it. Yeah, anyway. No, whatever. Um You're raising your hand to be so like, I'm Yo. trying to like get the chairperson to tell this guy to shut the fuck up because like that's yeah, not I would have okay. shut that down. That's not okay to do that. No. In a Absolutely and, not. Um, and uh, I lean over to this lady next to me because I'm still like very much of the proponent like men help men and women help women. And it just like really helps with. Yes. Uh, I know that like there's there's no hard line in the sand for me. Um, women have been have been very helpful in my sobriety and, and vice versa. But like generally speaking, I'm not going to for predators like it's too. Yeah, 100 percent. And it's a, it's incredibly important that um, our 12 step program and church remain a safe place. Yes, right. So correct. Um, so you lean so I, I lean to this lady next to me who's like texting during this whole thing. <laughs> she was live <laughs> tweeting it. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, do you know that girl? And she's all, yeah, that's my sponsee. Oh, my God. And she was just texting? 
she didn't know what was happening. Like she really didn't know that this guy was talking to her like that. So anyway, um, this wow. lady that was texting her, she ended up, she told me, she's like, yeah, I was texting my husband. What did he say? And so I kind of like let her know what was going on. And she like went and scooped that girl up like right, like in the middle of the meeting, like Good. went and, Hey, I need to talk to you. Good. Uh, so no, it was great. But I was like, I wanted to punch that old fucker in the face, man. Yeah. I, like th- uh, he's right. This is a life or death kind of yes, thing. Yes, correct. So we <laughs> needs to be welcoming. Like we need to be welcoming, and like same thing goes with church, man. Like if you believe that this is a, a a heaven or hell thing, like this is a salvation, not salvation thing. How are we gonna sit and like and point fingers at people and make them feel smaller than us? Yeah, like that's probably the biggest the biggest error you can make. Like the most grievous error you can make. It's like the type of people that kick people out of meetings for being drunk. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you can't. The only requirement is to uh, to have a desire to stop drinking. That's not like, even an honest one. No, that's like walking into the cancer ward and like booting out everyone with leukemia. Like, it's asinine. Asinine. Or like telling somebody, hey, you're gay. You can't come to our church. Right, right. What? Yeah. What? Make- or like, hey, you have any sin in your life and you can't come to our church. Yeah. It's it's asinine. And so like I, I was super mad. I had to bounce because I have like a family and stuff. And, and that was uh, a good reason to bounce. Well, I, I like wanted to kind of take – I knew too that like if I talked to that guy, I wouldn't not be talking to him from a place of love or tolerance. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I would have like really kind of not been nice. So I hope somebody talked to him. But like me and the and my really good buddy who was sitting next to me were trying to get like, hey, chairperson, like tell this guy to shut the fuck up. Right, right. <sighs> Lord. Oh, yeah. By the way, that guy that's sitting next to me um, said that he loves the podcast. and He's been listening to it. He's like binge listened all day today. So what's Do up, you, Charles? Oh, you know him? Yeah, yeah. What's up, Charles? What up? Can I call him Chuck? Oh, yeah. What up, you can call him whatever you can call him whatever you want, man. Charles, that's what's up. Um, um, yeah. So anyway, so I spent three hours of my life yesterday in Martin Scorsese land. I watched Silence. Have you heard of this? You have a way too much time on your hands. I had a day off, and Kaylee was out of town, man. No, I didn't have a day off, but I got off early. Whatever, man. Don't judge me. <laughs> I make time. It was a Wednesday. I make time. Oh yeah. What did I? Do? No, I did stuff, man. We had a we had a meeting about a new meeting we're gonna start. And before you that, had a meeting about a meeting. Okay. Well, yeah, it was a pre-meeting meeting. Listen, man. <laughs> Listen, I don't judge you You're for giving me softballs over here, dude. I can't yeah, help that's it. That's true. So I mean, no, I had to set aside time for this because I knew it was a. It's a two-hour and 41-minute movie, and I've been wanting to watch it, and it's like one of those movies you got to like – it's an experience. What is it again? You said it, but I wasn't uh, really – Silence. It's with Silence. Liam, Liam Neeson, Andrew Garfield, and uh, Adam Driver. Okay. So it's about um, the Jesuit martyrs of Japan. Okay. Wow. That's heavy oh, shit. Dude, it's heavy shit. And like um, Scorsese didn't use uh, – there's no music at all so it's all it's like there's a bunch of like ah, oh, he just uses noise and, and conversation That's and the lack of noise there's no dialogue for like the first 15 minutes but it's oh it was watch you watch this without dope that sounds crazy oh no i mean it's, it was it was captivating dude i mean it was good it was yeah. good but it was super hard to watch because the 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 japanese uh 
inquisition methods were so like they would um tie people to crosses and let the tide come in until they drown and one of them took four days and the the worst thing they would hang people upside down and cut a slit in their neck so that the blood would drain so they wouldn't rush to their head and they'd pass out and then they'd bury just their head in the ground and then they'd be suspended and they'd just leave them like that for days so the whole it was like it raised some difficult questions because the whole thing the whole i guess one of the themes of the movie was um about the Japanese were trying to get the priests to apostatize, to, to renounce, to publicly denounce Jesus. And they'd like put a picture uh-huh. of Jesus on the ground and they'd get them to step on it. And there was one Japanese dude that kept stepping on it and then running back to the priest and being like, I'm sorry. And it, like, he would just do that every time. And like, but Andrew Garfield's character, I guess now we're getting to spoiler territory, but spoiler alert. All right. I'm um, not going to watch. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's powerful. Continue. Dude. So the the basically the climax is like um, they figure out that they're not getting any ground by torturing or killing the priests. Um, so they're like, no, we're gonna torture your followers and we're gonna just feed you and you'll be fine. But you gotta watch them Holy suffer. And they're like, look. Um, so they 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 hang like five of his friends like that upside down in the pit, and they're like, look, you can stop this at any time. Just just step on step on Jesus. And so he's having this inner battle, and then he hears Jesus's voice say go ahead, trample on me. It's okay. Like, you need to do this. And, yeah. And so he does it. And then he, because Liam Neeson's character was a priest that had already done it. Um, okay. And he was trying to convince him to do it. And you kind of get hints that, like, basically the idea is that Jesus or God told them to do this to, like, to, to do a greater good. The idea being, like... Yeah. But it was just... It, yeah it was stupid powerful and just made me think that's crazy yeah well i mean in my opinion that's that speaks to the experience i've had to the nature of jesus christ it's like yeah trample on a picture right you know i've i've already taken you know right beatings and died on the cross for you like what is he stepping on my picture to save these people yeah yeah i guess that was like the ultimate um Yeah, I lost it. <laughs> it was good though. Anyway, man. That sounds crazy. It though. was it was intense. It was very intense. So now nobody needs to watch the movie because we no, got the you, whole. No, you should definitely watch it. You should. But... Um, I was. It made me. It honestly made me because I read about this story a long time ago, and it made me want to just do like a mini episode on the story because the actual story of the martyrs is like. Well, I mean, this was written by someone like a I don't know someone involved or something like that. But the actual uh, the okay. actual story is unbelievable. Like the amount of dude like they were ruthless in how they uh persecuted and killed them yeah wrap yeah them, wrap them in mats and throw them in the ocean burning oh, them all i mean just just crazy 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 stuff human beings are so gnarly that's, that's what it, that's also what it made me think of just like what are we I, when i saw hacksaw ridge and i poss- saw that it's like what are we fucking doing man like, how is it how is that possible and i know like People say, like, anybody can kill somebody. It's just, like, you know, you just need to be pushed to that limit. But I don't understand, like, torture and, like, all that stuff. I don't understand how people can do that to another human being. You, you it's just beyond you me. You view them as a human. That's step one. Yeah. That's... Yeah, you're right. And I'm oh, here. for sure. Yeah. No, I get that. I just, you know, it's it's 
hard for me to wrap my mind around that concept. Yeah, and but, that's. I mean, you know, I'm I'm gonna go like, well, you know, I'm gonna go spiritual with it. But I would, that's where I would say there's some influence going on there. Yeah, yeah. It it, eh. it was interesting though. One of the arguments the the priest was like, these people aren't going to get it. He's like, all they see is nature. Like when, when you tell them about Jesus, they're looking at the sun. He's like, they can't even conceive. He was trying to convince them out of it. He's like, they can't even conceive of like our way of thinking. He was like, right. they just don't get it. Cause they, mm. all, all the villagers wanted from him was like little, um, keepsakes, like crosses or pictures. And he was like, Man. Uh... He's like, I, I worry that they're, uh, they're, they're va- just they're worshiping these that. things yeah more than no, it's, just... it's crazy man well, and that's what oh that's what i was gonna say about it is that's one of those things that just makes me like buy into it is because like so many people did not give in like and and like the the fact that people just died these heinous horrible deaths like there's something there man it's gotta be yeah yeah Maybe uh, yeah no 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 I agree that there's something there obviously yeah, the counter, but the, the devil's advocate yeah the counter the devil's also, advocate like, in me yeah, is so like so are suicide bombers and stuff yeah yeah people who knows? it's crazy people though country wait people, right people what people do that for their country yeah I right I prisoners like all of that stuff so I agree though that God is real you know who doesn't agree that God's real though oh yeah. This dude that emailed us that we're about to have on the show. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> we, yeah, we got a we got an atheist man. Our first atheist. Won't, yeah, won't and so what's cool, what's interesting to me, and like really kind of uh, tickles my pickle, is that he's been sober for three and a half years. Yeah, and so like I I have way more questions than answers at this point for the for him. Um, because like I don't for me and my sobriety, like I don't know how that works. Like I don't oh, I know don't how either. staying. God works. I don't either. So I have tons of questions. I'm very curious. I'm gonna hit him with the doorknob thing. All the questions. I'm gonna be like, well, what happens? You use your group. It's a, if you use your group as a higher power. What happens when like two married people fuck each other in the church bathroom? Because that happened at my home group. Ooh. Yikes. I'm not trying to disprove it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know really what to say curious. to that. <laughs> I'm like, like really okay. curious about it. You know, like yeah. I'm not trying to say that it's wrong. I just I don't know how that works because like any anything of this world that I put on a pedestal falls. Yes. So I don't know. Like how does that work? I really am truly curious. So let's call that fool.
<clears throat> Weston, what's up, man? We're we're here with Weston W. Weston, tell the congregation yeah. hello. <laughs> hey, how are we guys doing today? We're good. We're good, man. man. We're good. We I'm were just talking. <laughs> what, what was that? I was glad we're able to uh, work out through our uh, our audio issues there. Yeah, we had a massive yeah. uh, a massive audio issue at first, but uh, we we persevered. You know, that's I, was, right. I, I was telling Jay, if if Weston believed in God, this might have gone a lot smoother. You know, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are you coming from? Where are you at? I'm in the uh, I'm in Noblesville, Indiana. It's a suburb of uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, OK, cool. Indiana. Yeah, I think you're the only person uh, I know see, from goes, Indiana. And there goes oh. the cold cup, too. Dig it. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The what? Yeah. What was that? You just drank out of a Colts cup. Oh, Colts cup. I thought you said cold cup. That's a oh nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. Awesome, man. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming on, dude. It's it's um it's cool to obviously get different perspectives and uh, and different folks, um, different strokes for different folks and all that good stuff. So we Jed and I were talking about it earlier. We have like tons of questions. Yeah. Uh, right. About right. some yeah. You um Weston is. He reached out to us, and he is a self-proclaimed atheist who's who's also in recovery and has three and a half years. You said, "Yep, that's congratulations, correct. Yeah. man. Yeah, that's first, awesome. Congratulations, congratulations. Yeah. We yeah. we call that a miracle, but yes. you know, yeah, I don't, well, know. I don't know what you. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of good-natured ribbing, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So give us give us a quick uh give us a quick rundown on that, man. What's your uh, what's your story? Spin some yarn. All right, all right. Uh, sobriety date is uh, July eighth, twenty thirteen, and you know I, I, I think from a pretty early age, maybe, I mean as early as probably eighteen nineteen, I knew that I drank differently than other people. Right. I knew that I consumed, you know, illicit substances just differently than than other people, and you know by the time i was 21 i went to my first aa meeting i uh was at ball state in 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 muncie indiana uh barely making it through there and just realized like uh, again like i'm just doing this different than other people i just seem like i'm screwing up worse than other people i'm miserable all the time so i you know did a little online research found a meeting and seeing the steps I was generally familiar with the steps. My dad is actually, he's going to be 30 years in the program in March. Holy shit. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Were, you, um, were you mainly alcohol? Yeah, alcohol. And at the end of my run, benzos was real bad. That was um, my jam. That's a life that's ruiner me. right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Physically addicted to the two out of the three that can kill you going yep. through withdrawals. Yes, sir. You yep. know? Yep, yep, yep. But, but depressants was always my thing. Like I wasn't real big into uppers. It was just always trying to numb myself and kind of zombify my my brain. Right. Um, so back when back you to, ran into uh, AA. Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry. I'll, when yeah. you when you first got into AA, um, I mean, did you have any conception of a higher power at all? Did the God stuff like completely fuck you up, or like how did that all go? Well, that first meeting when I was 21 was my last meeting until I was 30. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you saw so, God on the wall? Yes. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah, I get yep. it, man. Yeah, because my like I was saying, my, my dad 
I, I had some general familiarity that there was this thing called Alcoholics Anonymous, that there was a, there was these steps, there was tokens, sure. there was this book. I had general vague sense of it and something about God, but doing it for myself the first time, I had a lot of I had a lot of biases going in, and they were all confirmed that first meeting. A bunch <laughs> of old, 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 white, divorced men. Yeah, yeah. You know, care about life, and it was probably me. Like I'm sure there was still laughter and people having a good time. There was probably women okay. there, younger people, but I just saw what I wanted to see. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, of course. What about and, what about your dad? Is is as far as his um, is he into the higher power thing? Yeah, I, I, I think I've, I've heard him say stuff like his higher power is Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior or something. He's just, he's just not very open about it. It's so he didn't. Uh, so I guess he didn't push it on you. I guess was my roundabout. No, no, no. Growing, growing up, religion was not something that was pushed on me, and it's something I'm grateful to my dad for that he was not pushing. He was not very pushy on it. You know, he had his. Yeah. And I think in retrospect, I can understand where a lot of it came from was being an AA, you know, oh, yeah, I'm sure. what he could control and what he could not control. He wasn't going to be able to control his son, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's how that's how we roll in my house, too, with the with the God stuff. Like I tell my son what I believe. And I also tell him, like, not everybody believes that way. And it's, you know, it's I'm always here to answer questions, but right. Um, I'm right. not going to tell him. Yeah. yeah, so I went to that that first meeting, confirmed all my biases, and walked out. I saw I saw God in the steps and said, "Nope, yeah, this, nope, this obviously no isn't me," you know, and and went about trying to drink myself to death for you know almost almost nine years. Right. By the time I went to treatments, I've only I've only been to treatment once. Two. By, by the time a, a one and done guy. Well, I, I think part of it is because. Oh, I, yeah. I wasn't hit with the conse- I wasn't hit with the consequences like so many other people that I see. Somehow I was able yeah. to duck and dodge Some people for can. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to treatment at 30, I had been beat down, broke down, and I had been searching for something for years. Oh, yeah. Searching right. for, for, for something. And I, I just came in with enough um desperation you know came in with enough desperation that i was ready to listen and, and try something different so you uh yeah what, cool. you're 33 now that was like when you went 30, it. 30, 30 yeah 30 34 yeah okay so cool so they're in you're in all right so i'm just picturing you're in treatment there <laughs> well this is and this is where jay and i will disagree i guess i i'm just the type and i guess i'm like the worst kind of christian like or or, or it's or true believer i don't know God. where yeah. you're going with this but you are yeah like pen and te- <laughs> pen, uh just need to end, just end it right there he's the worst right <laughs> the worst dude. Pen, pen and teller make a joke about this all the time um but it's like i'm one of those people that okay without if i didn't believe in god then fuck getting sober like a that's a first of all. It's just I, I I'm just and I, that is probably just a personality type. I guess I just see no a lot of stuff loses meaning. I would say for you, Jed, it was so that was so ingrained in you and the guilt um, yeah, yeah. Uh, of God's God's repercussion and not living up to what you felt like was God's plan for your life is a huge thing in you like from the very beginning of your life. So I can see how like just the pain and misery of drinking alone would be enough to, for somebody to get sober. 
That's true. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Dr. Laura, for um <laughs> No, that was good. Dude, I I, it was good. Quiet, I, I, had, I had to disarm the situation with a with a joke. But um that was good. Quite an analysis. <laughs> and yeah. I, I skipped ahead. Okay. Let me let me just start with the question. How does one how do you work the steps with no higher power? What's the plan of attack there? What 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 did you do? Well, I mean being being an atheist doesn't necessarily equate to not having a higher power, right? Okay. Oh, and I'm sorry. Let me slow down. I keep forgetting. Some people may not even know. Um, the in multiple steps, it requires uh, belief in a power greater than yourself, a higher power, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. I guess most call God. Right, and that's that was where I started. Right, was the idea of I'm not going to play your semantics. I'm not going to play your word games. It means God. It doesn't mean a power greater than myself. It's not God of my understanding. It's your version of God, the Christian God that mm -hmm. Bill W. and and Bob had. Like that's the God you want me to have. Right. You know that. So that was my starting point. And obviously, if I'm starting there, that that's difficult. That that's a hard place yeah. to start. Yeah. That that's difficult for anybody coming in. Um, even people that have like, I mean, even people that have a religious background. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I had to unlearn all that stuff, too. Right. Right. And, and that's what I've heard, that it, it can be harder sometimes for someone who already comes in with whatever their preconceived notion of God is, that it can mm -hmm. often be more difficult for someone like that than someone like me who comes in with nothing. It is. It was tough for right. me, too, because I looked at that's why I, I use my parents are super Christian, obviously. And so that's what. I, I used to keep me out of AA because I'd be like, Mom, they're talking about some crazy cult God in there. Like, they're not what, <laughs> what we believe in. She's like, oh, well, don't go there, honey. And I'm like, ha-ha, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> um, uh, get out of jail free card. Get out of jail. Yeah, yeah and then I went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> More than once. So, More than uh, yeah. Okay, so. So how did that journey go? Yeah, right? yeah So like yeah. you okay. came in and you had okay. and you said, okay, this is what you want me to do. Where what happened after that? All right, so so I'm at I'm at that treatment facility, um, and there's this old grizzled vet, like literally like there a Vietnam is. vet. Yeah, he's in his seventies. He had been in and out of treatments probably longer than I had been alive, and he could see how much I was struggling with higher power stuff and just struggling with the idea of God and steps and stuff. And he said a line that sticks with me to this day. It's like a cornerstone of my program. The idea that you take what works and you leave the rest. Mm, Eat the meat. That's so awesome. The gristle. <laughs> yeah. And it was the first time I'd ever heard that because I went to like an assessment now sometime in my mid 20s. And I think I heard someone say, I think the guy that was doing the assessment said something like, well, you, your higher power can be anything you want it to be. And again, I wasn't ready to hear that. I was just hearing yeah. God, 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 you know. Right. But by this time, I was ready. And then, you know, later that day, the next day, someone said, well, why don't you just make the group or AA your higher power? I was like, okay. You know, like, you know, I, I'm starting to piece together things that are going to be able to work for me. You sure. know, okay. that's, that's basically how it got started was that one line from this one guy who I've never seen again, who probably has zero idea, even if, if he's even alive, he probably has zero idea how much of an influence just saying that one line was to me. Oh, I know. exactly. Yeah. I know exactly where he came from, too. Heaven. Yeah. So and, <laughs> and, and so again, I was, 
I was again coming from this place of desperation where it was like, I have to find a way to make this work. I've yeah, tried yeah. all the other things. I've tried doctors. I've tried doing it on my own. You know, I've tried group counseling. I've tried all these, uh, just everything, a medication, not drinking, drinking less. You know, I've yeah. tried it all. Switching my brand. Yeah. Oh, there was, so what is your higher what so tell us um so it started out as kind of like the group and in, in a the AA program in general or yeah, like I, do... I, I gotta give a quick anecdote though with the higher power thing um there's this famous dude that has a treatment center around here he's just this hardcore dude and uh this guy one guy said it was like nature is my higher power and he goes oh okay so the next day he brought in a tree and chainsawed it and was like, what are you going to do now, boy? And it's like, God. That's, uh, plant, Anyways, plant, that's just a funny story. Plant another one? Yeah. Plant another tree? Touche. Yeah. All right. What was the question again? Yeah. Sorry. Um, so what? So it started out as kind of this oh, amorphous, right. maybe I can use the group or AA or whatever. So like, what did that journey look like um, as well, far as what did you use for your higher power? Well, I mean, and, and we say started, it's that it's still there, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't use the term higher power, really, unless it's in a situation like this, where maybe I'm talking specifically to someone about how I developed it. Or maybe at a meeting, you know, like you know, yeah. the, the topic is, how do you define your higher power if a newcomer is coming in? You sure. know, so it's not a phrase that I, I, I'm really going to use a lot. Um, okay. Now, are it, you agnostic or atheist? Atheist, okay. you know, uh, hardcore, uh, kind of leaning towards militant, but not the obnoxious jerk kind of one. Because I could I never converted anybody while I was in college. Um, so, I've, so I've kind of gone past that, you know, to yeah. where now I just share my experience with atheism, like I do with alcoholism and recovery. Yeah, that's all yeah, I, yeah. that's all I can do with, 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 you know, being an atheist, I'm not going to convert anybody, but there's going right. to be people who are questioning and, you know, maybe something I say to them helps them take that next step, you know? Yeah. So the, so you use the, your group or Alcoholics Anonymous as a whole, or kind of a conglomeration of both, or you don't feel like you need to nail down, kind of where. Like when it. Yeah, it's 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 not something that that has to have a real super defined, sure. you know, understanding. It's it's very abstract. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get into the steps here a little bit and talk a little bit about how I work them. That would be. And, awesome. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, and 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 you'll see pretty quickly. Um, Pretty quickly, it'll it'll start making a little bit more sense when I say like the group and and AA, you know, and people that came before me, you know, it, it, okay. it comes up pretty clear in step two. Really, it kind of explains it in a in a clearer way. Yeah, awesome. So, I mean, I could just jump into that right now. Yeah, yeah, I thought we were. Yeah, 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 yeah let us we know. School uh, us, man. I'm you know, super curious because I I I know how dearly. So many people in 12 step fellowship hold the 12 steps. You know, I, I hear per like my dad says he thinks that they're perfect. I disagree with him. You know, I, I disagree with anyone that says you can't change them. Well, I gave a lead a, a couple of weeks ago, actually, in my hometown. And I said, well, what would you rather me do? Modify these steps a little bit 
to f- make them work for me or drink myself to death? Which yeah, which, yeah, which yeah, one I mean, do you guys out here in the crowd prefer? You know, that's legit. So, I mean, that's a legit thing, and that's too like where I go. My mind always goes when people say I'm going to use the group or I'm going to use Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm like, well, my my God, the God that I believe in wholeheartedly is perfect, right? So so my my thing is like, okay, well, if I'm going to put all my faith and trust and and give my will and my life over to something, it's certainly not going to be my home group. Because those people are fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's... They're fucked up. So it's like, so this is kind of where um, the my questions come from. So like, how does, please continue. Tell us how that works. Okay. All right. So what, what I'm, what I'm looking off of is it's called like the AA or agnostic AA 12 steps. Is that, a, um, is that a thing? Yeah, there's a. Uh, there's a couple of different websites where there's there's where people can get resources. One of the the websites uh, they don't update it anymore. It's called AA Agnostica, and that was the first place that I that I came across. And then they they stopped updating that about a year ago, and now there's a new one called Beyond Belief. That they do articles. They have all different types of alternative steps. They have the, the they have the twelve steps for humanists, twelve steps for Buddhists, twelve steps for Agnostics, twelve steps, you know, for pretty much any category you can find. Yeah, any, find do yeah. they right? Do they take like? Do they take out the prayers? Because that's what. What do you do when you get to like third step prayers, ninth step prayers, stuff like that, or anytime it, it's it instructs you to pray? Well, I mean, I, I'm still gonna read out of the big book. It's not like there's a you know I'm reading out of a different book or anything, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, here I'll, I'll just you know i'll just start running through some of these steps and you know when something comes up you know you guys point out something if you got a question so step yeah. one i step one there's nothing i got to change i right. we, admit yep. we are powerless over alcohol that our lives had to become unmanageable yep. word for word that's an easy nothing one. changes yeah. There. yeah 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 you know, it's well it, we say it's easy it, it yeah, wasn't for this conversation that's an easy one <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah that's Right, absolutely. Because I was one of those people that was like unmanageable. I, I still have a job that I have to get drunk or high before I go to. Uh, <laughs> I still have a car that I've wrecked and curbed a couple of times. I have a wife, but she's about to divorce me. Uh, I have a house about to get kicked out. But my life's manageable. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, yeah. So we get to step two. And of course, that's, you know, where, where, where things start changing a little bit. And the, the way I work it is step two, came to believe and to accept that we need strengths beyond our awarenesses and resources to restore us to sanity. So I'm just accepting, you know, I'm coming to, and I don't even use the word believe. I, I, I switch out accept. I, mm. I accept that I need strength beyond myself, right? Yeah. I need awareness that I don't possess. You know, right. And then I just jump into three. I made a decision to keep going. I made a decision to entrust my will and my life to the care of the collective wisdom and resources of those who have searched before us instead of God. Right. So that's where that higher power thing comes in from is I take all these other people's experiences and I find the parts of it that 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 can work for me, that will work for me. Sure. Rather than rather than saying, oh, these two guys are Christians that believe in God, I reject everything that they say 
I can sure. still find little bits and pieces of things that you guys could say that I can uh, that I can take and develop into my program of recovery. And see, well, I, I will shamefully admit that like that that is exactly what I need to learn how to do better. Like, absolutely, yeah, that's absolutely very a very good attitude to have, and that's that's um that's pretty much been my like uh growth goal or whatever you want to call it lately is to is to uh do exactly that what were you saying Jay? to not be such a dick not be such a dick <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that, that's yeah that's the ever irony the the christian and atheist yeah. conversation and the christian guy's a total <laughs> asshat <laughs> i uh i mean i some of this i some of the best stuff that i've learned has been from devout christians you know that sure. i i and I'm surrounded by them in Indiana. I mean, I'm on the cusp of the Bible Belt. Oh yeah, I'm, that's what I was gonna you know. ask. I, I didn't, I didn't know. Um, I was gonna assume just by, uh, I know this dude Weston there, and he's an atheist, so I assumed Indiana was <laughs> not a very religious country, continent, <laughs> state. <laughs> state, yeah. Third times, third times a charm. Yeah, um, there we go. No, yeah. Quit bewitching, Indiana Weston. Is, Oh, Indiana is uh, highly religious. Uh, sometimes Indiana can come off as uh, more southern than Alabama. Um, <laughs> that's a big statement. That's, that's a big statement. It, it is. It is. But uh, you know, it's it's un, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's a large amount of religiosity here in, in, in Indiana. Um, I am definitely in the extreme minority. Do you have any, yeah. um, I mean, you got any buds? Like, do you have any like-minded people? Very, very, very few far between, unfortunately. Even in AA, I can feel alone sometimes, you know, I I'm can sure, feel yeah. a group of people that are like-minded, but even this, this kind of difference can make me feel pretty alone sometimes. Yeah. Well, are you, well, are you, we believe different stuff, but we're with, we're with you, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> we saying. We got you, dude. Well, and it, I mean, like, and and I'm I'm accepted in my home group. I'm accepted in the recovery community because I've can be open about my experience, and because I'm so honest about it, people are drawn towards that. They they say oh, yeah. they see this challenge that somehow I've been able to overcome. And I share that with those potential newcomers. I share that with that person that maybe they've been sitting on that for a year or two and just kind of going along with the with the flow rather than being being willing to take that step out of of their comfort zone. It it, it, it is because yeah. you're the you're you've got maybe I might know, and this is just I can't even think specifically two other people like I've just never met any real deal true blue alcoholics that that got sober in the in the way you have so that's but i'm sure you're obviously not the only person that is right, dealing with right. this so that's yeah that's and and i and i thought that i was and uh to take it back to when i was in treatment for a minute there was a uh there was a staff member who who saw how bad i was struggling with stuff and uh she said hey i'm i'm 20 years i'm 20 years sober as an atheist Hmm. And that was the first time I ever heard that. Yeah, that's the first time I ever heard. I wonder if we just don't hear about it. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. Like I, I wonder I get, if there, I, I wonder if there are more people and and they just don't feel because comfortable or whatever yeah. talking. Oh, yeah. about and it. I'll, I'll tell on myself. Absolutely. I'm guilty of of 
shutting that down in a meeting or like giving a re- like we're pretty uh the the click we're in um in Lafayette and there's you know there's multiple clicks but the one we're in is pretty pretty like by the book you're gonna get a higher power or like you're gonna go get in a different sponsorship lineage and see mm. I'm guilty some people will bring it up I'm thinking of one in particular that brought up um some atheist stuff and I, I just kind of like came back with like I mean yeah but like you're not gonna stay sober <laughs> like which I'll, is well, which is maybe not true ex- ex- yeah right? this this conversation is making me realize like uh, <laughs> that was probably not the right thing to do and and where yeah. was my head at and am i just trying to i don't know yeah so it's right and i'm i, I was a history major in in, in high in college and I, I just love history so that's been something i've gotten into is the history of aa and if you dig deep enough you learn about a guy named jim burwell who was the first atheist event of AA. He's the one that got the, the part added in it's, that says, God, as we understand, understood him or understand uh, him. Right. Uh, he was like single-handedly, you know, influenced that. He influenced yeah. getting it changed to suggested steps. Um, so Jim Burwell is a really, really important first member who was a outspoken atheist. So atheists have been part of AA from the very, very beginning. His is the um, his story is in the in is in the back of the big book. I'm drawing a blank. Um, it's 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 the second or third story um, in, in, in the, the first, first edition. Set. Yes, I, I'm drawing a complete blank, but it's no. it's in there. That's um, cool. Are you super so, closed fisted? Um, like there's there's no possible way in any conceivable future that I would ever believe in God, or like you're open to the idea. Are are we are we are we shut off or are we open? Um, I mean, I, I have to continue to 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 practice this honest, open, and willing stuff, right? You know, right. Right. the how how the program is how and. And it's, it's how I operate in life in general. You know, I, I'm an agnostic atheist, you know, um, I, I, I live my life based on evidence and stuff that I can see and scientific method and being able to repeat evidence. And, you know, if something along the line comes across that makes me change my mind, I'm open to being able to change my mind, you know, but. From my experiences, what I've seen thus far in my life, there's nothing that convinces me. It's and hmm. faith isn't enough for me. Hmm. Hope isn't enough for me when it comes yeah. to that particular topic. Well, you can't say that about a lot of Christians. That they would be willing to, based on what they experience or what they see, change their position, right? Yeah. So that's honorable, I think. Oh, dude. Quote. Complete kind of different question. Um, do you spot you sponsor guys in AA? I'd imagine. Well, I've I've had really only one official sponsee. Okay. And I think some of it is because of where I live and and the type of message that I have. You know? Sure. I, I think that that's some of it. There are two agnostic meetings in Indianapolis. They are, however, on days of the week that are make it challenging to get to and they're about uh they're about a 40 minute drive from from where i live yeah which sure. which that's it's, a, it's that's a commitment I, I, yeah but i can't 
you know, it's one of those situations of like, well, I drove more than 40 minutes to party, you know, on numerous, numerous occasions. Yeah. So I got to I think maybe that's something for 2017 to to really focus on is 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 trying to make a commitment to to getting back to one of those two meetings. Um, Okay. But I also I, I work at that same treatment facility that i went to when i was 30 i work there now oh, nice. are, you, are you a tech awesome. are you uh in a tech position or are you going for like counseling i'm, I'm like kind of like a step below i'm a, uh, my position is called recovery coach oh yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah. cool okay so i work with adolescents and young adults and you know they're not my sponsees but there's a lot of young guys that come in like that's the time of your life where you're questioning everything oh and yeah now i'm in that are saying that to, to I'm already an atheist I can't do this and I set them aside and say here let me walk you through how one person does it now what yeah. ab- what about the will you I guess do will you try to dissuade them that way or will you give them advice this straight from the book and like steer them toward a higher power if you understand that um, question like or is it, or you just I, kind of feel out whichever one they need? Like, if, if if it seems like the kid wants to believe in God, will you like teach him that way? Like the book as way. A, as, well, as a recovery coach, it's my goal, or it's 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 my job to meet them where they're at. Yeah, right. On. Right. So yeah. yeah, it. I mean, I'm sure there's something that comes off in the way that I I speak and share where I'm sure some of that kind of rubs off on them, you know, that, yeah, but I, I, I don't think it's anything that's super intentional. I'm not, you know, trying to brainwash people or, or, or anything like <laughs> oh, that, yeah. but I'm sharing from my experience and it's, it's one of my favorite topics that I'm most passionate about. So I'm sure, yeah, you know, but, saved but if life. they're on the fence, right. But yeah. if they're on the fence, then I'm going to, I'm going to talk to them a little bit about how, you know how here's a here's some other ways you can develop your higher power, or if they're really really yearning for that specific you know um, experience, we have other staff there that are in recovery that have right. a more traditional higher power, and I'm going to kind of direct them towards that individual and say, here's a guy that I know has his specific higher power. Maybe reach out to him and talk to him. You know. Yeah. And I'm, I'd imagine too. So I think that it's really cool that you do that and that you're not afraid to talk about it. Um, even if people end up finding a different higher power, um, than the group or Alcoholics Anonymous, I think it's awesome that people can come in and feel like a safe place where they're at. Right. So there, there's yeah, that that's mix. What, that's there's what we were talking both a traditional about higher power. And then there's, there's you who says like, you don't have to believe that to get sober. Um, I think it's awesome that there. And I wish that if people, if there are more people like you that that believe that way, I wish they'd speak up a little bit more so that the new guy coming in mm-hmm. can say like, okay, maybe this might this might actually be a place for me, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Absolutely. There's there's more of us than you would expect. You know, it, there we're definitely out there. Um, there's there's been a major influx of agnostic meetings across North America over the last probably about five or six years. Thankfully, mm-hmm. just as I was getting in, you know, that this movement has definitely been growing. And I don't know, there's there's a lot of people that think that the way that a lot, some of us in this, in the kind of the agnostic atheist movement are doing it is closer to what 
AA was supposed to be from the beginning. You know, there's there's a lot. There's some people that think that AA is getting a little too dogmatic, that there's a little bit too much mm. religiosity in it. You know, not as much freedom of choice to d- define things how you want to. You know, we've got, we've got these grand poobahs of AA that say <laughs> this is how it has to be done. This is the way it's supposed to be done. There's no supposed to. Well, and and, your personal experiences. Yeah. And then those like that's like around in the case of the people around me and our clique, it's and they do that strictly because that's what saved their life. So they're I genuinely Mm -hmm. believe they're just doing what they think is right. Yeah. Uh huh. I agree with that. And then some I'm sure. Yeah. But no, you're um, I mean, man, I was uh, I was really hoping you were going to be a jerk, but. (laughs) <laughs> shot that down. Well, oh, sorry, sorry to have disappointed. Holy I cow! No, yeah, no problem, man. Um, no, it's been awesome, and it's really cool to get a different perspective on everything. Like I really, is. like That's, I truly I, didn't I know. Interested. Like we didn't know how that worked. Like how you did that. How you've been able to stay sober legitimately without like a more traditional sense of a higher power. But I think that I, I, I understand more I, now. I do, I do, and and it makes and. Like I said, man, I'm 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 going back in my head and rethinking um, times that I've definitely uh, not had the accepting attitude that that you appear to have, and I, I should probably change that in the future. So, way to way to make me take my inventory, bruh. Uh, <laughs> his eight his eight step list just got way longer. It got way longer. Um, whatever I whatever I can do to to help someone work a more solid program, you know. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, uh, yeah, man. I think we, we got to let you go. Um, All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it's awesome. And keep in touch, like, for sure. Like, if we're slipping or something, <laughs> email us and tell us we're being, tell us we're being too dogmatic. crazy like i really never thought that that was even possible a thing really yeah i didn't either and i'm still i've got my uh my thoughts and opinions on it i i, I will I say think, well I, I have never met well that's so elitist but it's factual in my in my experience i've never met a a needle junkie uh or like a crackhead get sober without god yeah, but we just met a hardcore alcoholic that did. It's like it's the same fucking disease. Yeah, that's why I said it's it's pretty elitist of me, but that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, you junkies and your junkie pride, dude. Hey, bro, you know, get at me when you shoot up a Budweiser, my man. <laughs> okay, all right, bro. All right, bro, um, man. Dude, uh, I'm, I'm sleepy, well, man. I know it's cool. Um, so, so some shit happened the last week or so. What ha- happened? Um, an elitist megachurch pastor made his re-debut on the megachurch scene. Who? Sorry, in my head, <laughs> real quick, uh, 
<laughs> Weston, I hope you don't. I wasn't trying to be a dick or nothing. Congratulations to getting sober without God. Uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> such a, such a dick. Well, no, I realized. I, think... I was like, did I just sound like a dick? I don't know, man. I'm not trying to be. Anyway, yeah. So, what about the megachurch pastor? <laughs> So this fucking guy. So mega church pastor who in the past, mind you, on this podcast, I have praised for, for how well, we're talking about Perry Noble. Perry. Um, Perry, formerly of New Spring Church. Um, and on this podcast, I praised New Spring and Perry Noble for how they've handled the situation. What was right? the situation for people that don't know? The situation is Perry Noble came out and I don't know like what precipitated it. Like, I don't know if like he ended up getting caught or whatever, but came out and was like, I'm having problems with alcohol. It's affecting my marriage and I, I'm going to treatment. He had, right. And he had previous, he's a megachurch pastor who had previously said that um, like part of his testimony was that he was an alcoholic and beat it and all that stuff. I didn't even know that part. Yeah. That's what he said on, um, another podcast interview oh interesting okay yeah anyway so he's um he drank too much and went to treatment like we don't know if he's we don't know if he's a real alcoholic he got disqualified from from preaching at new spring yeah his church he and his church decided that he shouldn't preach anymore so fast forward six months good which is a good call right yep so this is my yeah and i'm like okay great that this is how you should handle this situation correct right um and then so fast forward so guy goes to treatment um gets out and then six months six months later which is not a lot of time i don't think um six months later it could or could not be a lot of time six months later he shows up at elevation church which in is Charlotte. Your, your man steven fardick Fucking Stephen Furtick, that guy shows up to Stephen and and does this like brings down the house with this guest sermon, right? Right. And he talks about like God isn't done with me yet, and like yada yada yada. So, yeah, it's, it's his big um, uh, triumph, first triumph. of all. I I just want to like sh- yeah, his triumphant return. It seemed like to me, although he's still not pre- preaching at New Spring. Okay, so um, it's so interesting. First of all, I want to I want to say like I still really want to talk to Perry Noble. I know that you know we probably don't make your radar, Mister Noble, but we'd love to have you on the podcast to talk about Christianity and alcoholism. A. Yeah, for real. But also, I want to say like you kind of made me look a little bad because I was saying how awesome you guys handled this situation, and now you're back in the pulpit after six months. Exactly. Now you know so. Some criticisms are because he said that he drank because of the pressures of preaching, which I will immediately cry foul on because you drank because you like drinking and because, well, I can't say you're an alcoholic, but if you are, you drank because you liked getting drunk. Ain't nothing nothing made you drink. So if that criticism's out the window, then like, meh, I mean... Six months yeah. is six months is is sober, like they tell us in the book, man. You can start sponsoring people after whatever step, after you work step you're on. No, I can get down with that. I can get down with that. Here's my here's here's my experience. What's is your experience? That on a much smaller scale, um, I got sober, worked the steps, and then got into youth ministry, right? And I oh, was yeah. like, 
the associate youth pastor or whatever. And I like really pushed along this youth. And I was not ready to do that. Like not even close. And I can't in say what, that my experience is very helpful. I wasn't spiritually mature in any regard. I wasn't emotionally mature in any regard. I was still fucking raw as fuck, dude. Did, Six I mean, months so, over, steps are no steps. Like I'm, I still have a lot to learn. Did you? Um, and I, I mean, did you hurt but, anyone or did you help anyone? In spite of what you're saying. Well, like, was it I, bad for you or bad for your flock? I think probably both. I think it was. I think a little bit of that, though. Or that's... I don't think that. I don't think that it was like one, either all good or all bad. But there are some good things and there are some bad things. I'll say that. The bad thing is, is that um, the I got butt hurt because uh, I was spiritually immature and um, emotionally immature, and I just straight up quit. Right. Yeah. What, I, what I did could... you get butt hurt about? Um, somebody tried to tell me that, uh, I wasn't doing something. I wanted to put on this, uh, like good, fr- like impromptu good Friday service. And somebody told me I was doing something the wrong way. And I was like, then fuck it. You guys can do it on your own. And I quit. <laughs> That's funny. The fr- <laughs> Isn't that, funny? that is funny. It's, it's like just... the first hurdle. You're like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Man. No. Yeah. So it was, well, okay, it was because, yeah, okay, again, okay. I was but, spiritually immature and emotionally mature. And so here's the thing is like if you are, are if you really had a real deal problem, like if you really had a real deal problem with alcohol, there's some other shit going on. It's not just drinking. It's a spiritual disease. Right? So like true. after six months, do you, Well, all right, but here's the other thing too, like some really fucked up preachers have changed people's lives for the good. Exactly. So like, and so the difference in your story. But does that this, mean this that they your... should be preaching? Does that mean that they should be Mars Hill? Mars Hill change saved people, changed people's lives. Does that mean that they should be preaching? Fuck no, because they hurt people. I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I I, I don't, man. I don't. It's like it's almost like. I don't want to like, man, maybe I just don't care, man. I don't know. It's just, it's very, it's very <laughs> frustrating. It makes. Cause basically, oh, cause basically to what we're saying is to, to disagree with this is we're basically saying to Steven and Perry bullshit. Yeah. To, to what they're saying. You know what I mean? Like that at its root to disagree with that is saying, I think you're wrong. Uh, so it's basically, it's one of those, like, it's a, that's anything having to do with like God is going to be basically saying like, uh, what you are saying, God told you, I am saying like, you are telling yourself. Um, I'm not so saying that at all. I, I'm saying that, yeah, God may have come to you in a moment. I'm, I'm not doubting that at all. Actually. I'm saying God probably did come to you in a moment and say, um, I'm not done with you. I've told you about the experience that I had three weeks sober when God wrapped me up and said, you don't have to do this anymore. Right. But does that mean that I should get up and and like lead people spiritually thousands and thousands of people spiritually? No. Yeah. Those those aren't exclusive things. I'm not calling Perry Noble a liar. I don't think that he is a liar. I think that he, 
I think that, um, but I do think that he's misguided uh, in, in getting in, in the pulpit at six and, months sober. And it's probably like, is that much of your identity wrapped in being a preacher that that you you just can't find? Uh, go lead a small group, dude. Go. So he he started he started a business to help churches grow. He's like a, a church business consultant now. I got in an argument. That's funny. I got in an argument uh, on the Christianity subreddit with uh, somebody brought up the question, like, why do churches, um, this this fucking pissed me off. They're like, why do churches spend tons of money on buildings when they could, like, build houses for homeless people? I was like, fair question, my man. No, and, yeah, that's and a somebody, legitimate question. Dude, somebody, n- no shit, responded well, I know plenty of homeless people, um, and they would much rather have a beautiful place to come do mass in um, than a roof over their heads. What? And I was like, "Are you high right now, dude?" I cracked my knuckles before I typed, and I was like, <laughs> "I have been homeless, my man, and I can tell you, I don't." Yeah. Give me a and, and and having a house now is way better than like having a, some <laughs> opulent church. church, dude. With, what like, do you think coffee. God really ca- like? Come, are, like you are smoking crack, dude. Now I'm not going to say that like b- churches shouldn't have buildings. I'm not saying that churches me shouldn't either. have big nice buildings. But so that's that, not what that I'm statement was absurd. No, absolutely. Like, Absolutely. And it was the Christianity Reddit, so like I had to temper my language or else they'll just ban you. So I had to do it in like a, a affirming way. They really ban you? They will. You say- yeah. Really? Yeah. You can't really like go off the handle. Interesting. I thought Reddit was like where anything goes, but you well, know, whatever. it is, but subreddits have rules and moderators. Uh, I see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's my little rant and rave. I just, you know, from my experience, it was like, not a great thing to jump into ministry when I'm six months sober. Um, Cause it, at that point too, like where were, where were my motives? Like some were good, some were really not great. Right. I wanted people to, to look at me and say like, what a spiritual guy this is or whatever. Right. So yeah. And this, I, I would, I, mean, I, would <laughs> I would love to talk to him cause I would love to hear, cause a lot of it hinges on the whole story and how bad it was and what really happened. And do we even know if he's like, all the way back in or if this was just like a one-shot deal or I, yeah i don't know i don't know it seems like it seems like it could be either really right like it, it seemed like this triumphant return but it also is like he was a guest speaker at elevation you know what i mean so i don't know that he's for sure getting back into it, and i but i'm it's concerning though it like is either well and then it, and just on the larger picture it makes just like the idolization almost of 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 certain pastors and like it's as much as you tell me it's all glory to god and it's not about me like man it, it kind of fucking is yeah like, it is you you're telling yeah. me you don't feel a twinge of of uh, of a high talking in front of multi thousand your video gets broadcasted to like eighteen different satellite fucking churches. Yeah, dude. You if it you wasn't know. if it's not all about you, then why don't you have then why don't you take rotation and only speak once every other month? Or or like 
speak behind a veil like the fucking gorillas or something you know what i mean <laughs> or or like um or like see you wear a wig over your face that's a that's a, might be a little much but it's i mean it's definitely well, you know you what i mean in part like new spring wouldn't be new spring without perry noble there wouldn't be a big church that church wouldn't exist without perry noble i'm gonna start you know, so i'm like, gonna start a church called too- old fall you see what i did there you're ready to be a dad with those fucking dad jokes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can end with this. This, um, the, the stupid Christian thing Jed said for the week. Oh Lord, dude, I don't know why. I this could be what? Is I wrong this, with you? I don't know, man. I said this shit to my wife though. Somehow, um, we got on the topic of her going to church and it'd be cool if you went to Bible study with me and then it moved to First of all, why do you want her to go to Bible study with you so bad? I don't fucking know, man, because I'm uh, let me let me before we nitpick, let me get this out. <laughs> <laughs> um and then it went to what would happen if if shit went down, we had to leave the country and then <laughs> I I casually segued it to basically I was like, well, look, I just need to know that like if they start killing Christians, like you know, you're gonna die with me. Basically, like, dude, the look she gave me was, you know, very deserving. Sh- was it like, are you shooting dope again? Like, I'm concerned about <laughs> so asking these questions. Well, dude, I have these weird like, uh, I don't. I, I'm so it's like, it's I'm like so, well, fantasies you, to you almost. Well, I it's guess, like and fantasy. I'm just super worried about. Okay, well, I, I've had a chance to kind of break down what what I'm so worried about, and I guess partial at its root is that I'm married to you, and you have a drug problem. Therefore, I need you to keep up your spiritual maintenance, and it's worry about that, right? That's part. Yeah, of it. and then well, I've always just I I worry about other people, man. Like. To, yeah. a, to a sick degree, obviously. Like, know, you know, when I went to obviously. visit you and I was worried about your soul, when, when I, you know, I, I'd care not for me, but, like, other people, I will just fucking... I know. It's I, so used to worry, it's, I used to worry when I was a kid that my favorite actors weren't getting enough work. Like, I would, like, <laughs> when I didn't see uh, Mark Hamill in any movies past Star Wars, I was like, is he going to be okay? Like, is he going to make enough money? This I'm dead serious when I was, when I was a kid. Is he going to make enough money to live, dude? So yeah, maybe there's just like something a, neur- a, neurosis. a neurosis, yeah. And when yeah, you when I bring sure. your salvation into it, it's gonna get extra neurotic. So that was the dumbass thing. Luckily, immediately I was like, "Look, that got dark real quick." I don't know why I said that. Really, <laughs> yeah. And it was like yeah. as we were walking into a meeting. So I'm just like, "Fucking, I'm an idiot Such sometimes, a- man." Well, yeah, and I well, and I've gone through that too, and I don't think my wife would mind me saying this. And too, she doesn't ever listen to the podcast or whatever. But hey, hey, um, but met my wife in AA, right? And then, and now she doesn't work a program, and so I've been through all of that. It's those scary, worries right? And, um, yeah. Well, how did you? It is it? time and prayer and like letting it go and letting God have that. Yeah, that's only you know? and like talking to my sponsors a lot about it. Yeah, um, and it's really like, like it's like she works a program, man, and she has like a, a relationship with God, and it's, were, it's pretty asshole. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm tripping. tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping, son. Yeah. Jeb be tripping. Show. So, Show. well, so y'all just right, la- laugh about that cupcake. I'll see you later, congregation. Peace.